Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Before we start the show, I just wanted to let you know that SteelMaceNation.com has the $99 Steel Mace Workshop. This is a comprehensive workshop to learn the Steel Mace basics. And once you own it, it's yours forever. So you could go back and use it over and over again as a reference. And also, if you're into workout programs, I also have the 21-day Steel Mace Challenge. Not to be confused with the 10,000 Swing Steel Mace Challenge, which is actually free, and you could just go do that on your own. you got to read the article, though. But I'm talking about a workout program that you download for $19.99. It's called the 21-Day Steel Mace Challenge. And guess what? You don't always have to use a Steel Mace. You might not have a Steel Mace. You might just have dumbbells or you just have body weight. The workout program is designed with that in mind, to use what you have at, on hand. I don't really say this enough about the program, and people don't know that, so I'm trying to make a point of letting people know that this is a good workout program to have on your phone in case you're on vacation or something like that, or if you're just starting out and you don't know what you want to do. Besides the actual three-week workout program that's in there, there's also – a diet plan. It's very simple. It revolves around smoothies. It's what I use to get into what I call my fighting shape, my fighting weight, if you will. You know, I, I want to lean out a little bit. I start following this exact program. Uh, it, it's pretty simple. Just eat healthy and then drink these smoothies. There's recipes in there. They're delicious. Um, I've been drinking these smoothies for decades now. And, um, you know, they're great for people who are on the go and everything. You know, you can just fill up your shaker cup or your blender container and take them with you. And um, you follow that and you'll lose weight and you'll keep your muscle and you'll be able to train hard. And also, besides that, there's also mindset tips in there. How to, like, really focus yourself. It's the stuff that I've learned to do over the years uh, as a firefighter. And as a coach, you know, sometimes you just need uh, tips or tricks, if you will. How do you focus yourself so you can get stuff done? I'm really proud of the 21-Day Steel Mace Challenge, and I know you're going to enjoy it. So jump on that. And then also, please don't forget my favorite Steel Mace provider, Adex Clubs and Mace. Go to adexclub.com. And check out what they have. You got the steel clubs. You got the the steel maces. But then there's this in-between one. It's it's not a club. It's not a mace. It's a little longer than a club, a little shorter than a mace. It's my favorite piece of equipment. I'm not shy about telling people that. It's so unique. They have fat handle. They have the skinny handle. Pretty soon, they're going to be coming out with the even fatter handle. Uh, there's add-on kits. There's little one and a quarter pound weights that you could go up in just increments. There's also two and a half pound weights, five pound weights. There's uh, weights that are like a cup and they slide over the top and then you thread it on. That way the, the mace or the club doesn't keep getting longer. It actually just expands outward. Let me tell you, Adex Club is state-of-the-art technology. When you get one in your hands, you'll see what I mean. They're worth the purchase. They're going to last you in your lifetime. And then some, you'll be able to hand them down to your kids and your grandkids, and they'll survive a nuclear war. Check out addictsclub.com, and let's get to the podcast.
What's happening, everybody? Thanks for tuning into the podcast. My name is Fred Moore. If you don't know me already, um, this is like episode, we're getting up to the 150s now. So I've been doing this a couple of years and I really enjoy doing this podcast because I just get to talk to people about training and everything. And uh, lately I've been getting into really good stuff uh, with coaches and just even regular practitioners who have been doing it for a while who have like advanced knowledge techniques and tips like that which uh i think anybody who's using a mace whether you're a beginner or you're a middle term user or you're a veteran it's always nice to go and hear other people talk about how they train with maces and clubs and and whatever else you know like just hearing what their mindset is. Um, and if you're a coach, you know, you're always going to be looking for new ways to cue, right? Uh, because everybody's different. People, so, sometimes you have, you have uh, clients that, you know, you, you're giving them all the cues you got and they're just not clicking. And uh, so sometimes it's, it, it's good just to pick up other stuff. Like, for instance, one thing that I use all the time now that I picked up from a kettlebell guy was... Um, for your hinge movement, you know, when you, when you hinge at your waist is you tell the people, did you ever improperly shut the car door and it's not shut all the way and you kind of give it that little butt or that little hip bump, you know, especially if you've got packages in your hands or something and that shuts the door, that's the way you want to hinge your butt back. You can close the door with your butt and you could actually Put a door, have somebody stand in front of a door with their butt facing the door, and you tell them, shut the door with your butt, and you just bump it back with your butt. That's how you start your hinge. And I always thought that was a great cue. I think that's pretty popular, actually, but I never heard of it. And uh, that's because we can't possibly know everything there is to know about everything, right? So um, that's what I mean. And, I, and, and with this podcast, uh, I'm going to be getting into more and more of that nitty-gritty stuff. I, I, I do have to confess that what my original plan was was to put this on Patreon uh, and have, like, these nuggets of information for, um, you know, at a cost. You know, a very small cost, $5 a month. Uh, but it just – it was too hard for me to market it. And, um, I mean, there's so much free content online anyway. It's very hard to to compete with all that. So I do ask that since I'm not able to uh, run the Patreon account, I gave up on that. Uh, I do ask that you click subscribe on however you're watching this or listening to it. Subscribe and share it, please. Consider that your fee for this free content. Share it with other people. Make comments. Help me get this podcast up in the algorithms. Help me get it uh, to new people. I think that um, as the years go by here, I'm becoming more and more experienced and I'm going to be able to do a better job of interviewing people to get like good information. Um, I give you an example of something. I was recently uh, interviewing a coach and they mentioned that uh, going up in 10 pound increments with their swings uh, was actually detrimental or um, not beneficial to say, to, you know, to put it mildly. And, um, and then the conversation got, you know, kind of taken out to another subject, but I 
I kept on that. I said, I want to go back to that and ask, ask this coach, how do you know? How do you know like that 10 pounds is too much or that five pounds is too much? How do, how do we let you know that there's ways to tell when you're learning to swing heavier or whatever that you're about to hurt yourself, but you don't hurt yourself. We don't want the cue that you went too heavy to be that you hurt yourself. So 10 minutes later, I went back and said, hey, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how going up 10 pounds was not a good idea. And how, how do we know it's not a good idea without injury becoming the indicator? And so uh, the coach explained that. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. I'm just trying to tell you that I'm learning how to become a better interviewer, a better listener, and uh, to try to dig up good information that you might not find anywhere else. I believe that this is definitely within my crosshairs. Uh, the years of practice doing this podcast has definitely evolved into something. So you're going to be getting more and more of that. It's going to become more and more refined, more of a useful tool for you as either a coach or just somebody who's learning. So again, I just ask that you share and, um, you know, let people know about this podcast any way you can. So enough of that. I just wanted to kind of take the time here, uh, probably another four minutes. We're going to keep this a short podcast. Uh, I wanted to touch on something just to think about. This is, you know, what podcasts are for. Throw out ideas. Uh, sometimes I'm wrong about stuff. Sometimes I'm arrogant. Sometimes I'm my ego gets in the way. All this is true, and I'm not going to deny that. Uh, we are human, right? But um, what I wanted to uh, address is how people connect steel mace training to spirituality. And I'm not here to say that you can't do that. You, I mean, you want to connect spirituality to a mace, you could do that. Um, there's nothing wrong with it, per se. I'm just saying I don't understand how you do that. Um, you know, spirituality to, say, this coffee mug. Am I going to actually have, like, a spiritual moment drinking my coffee from my coffee mug? I can, but is it because of this coffee mug? Is it because of the coffee? Um, and actually, uh, I heard somebody mention that it's uh, the, the mace is spiritual for them because, like, if they're having a lot of negative feelings, a lot of negative energy, maybe they're angry or they're upset about something, they can take it out in the mace by squeezing tight and really wringing it and putting tension into it, uh, which are, by the way, the things you're supposed to be doing if you're using proper technique. And, you know, I was, I just didn't understand this. Like, I, I, you know, I grew up in the bodybuilding world, the weightlifting world, and there was always angry lifters, people who were angry at the world and they took it out on the weights and boy, did they take it out of the weights. They got jacked, big guys with big necks, big cannonballs on their shoulders and they, uh, they were angry, angry lifters, angry all the time. But they would also tell you that it would help diffuse that anger, that negative energy, and they would feel better. But they never once said, well, well, this is like a spiritual thing for me. Um, they just took it out on the weights. It's like taking your, it's like taking all that negative energy 
that's manifesting inside you and you you get rid of it through a physical means through weight training pushing the envelope uh if refocuses your mind and everything like that i i could see that as the potential for steel mace training but uh it, it's like i said it's funny they're mentioning how they're putting all this tension into the mace and that's helping them relieve that negative energy but i wonder about that because that's your proper technique that's what you're supposed to do. you're supposed to be wringing it out bending it breaking it you know all all that stuff you're supposed to be putting tension into it and what you're actually doing by trying to bend it or break it you're actually flexing your muscles and you're squeezing everything and making it nice and tight this is what you're supposed to be doing for all kinds of training for kettlebell training for body weight training, whatever it is you're doing, you want to put tension into your body, into the into the object you're moving. You want to deadlift off the floor, you're going to try to break the bar, and that's going to engage your lat muscles, so that way the bar comes up off the floor easier. But you don't have to be angry to do that. And if and I'm just kind of saying, you know, uh, you need to be measured as well. You need to be measured. Like if you just like want to rip the bar in half because you're so mad that you know somebody stole your dog and and you kind of like burn yourself out just by by putting all this tension into the bar uh, it wants to be measured too you know you want to put the tension into the bar but you're doing a lift you're doing something with technique you're doing something with proper mechanics and i just don't understand the whole connection to the spirituality of it it's just a weight. That's all it is. And I, I think spirituality um, is a little bit beyond that. You know, um, I, again, I'm not telling you what's wrong, you know, that this is wrong. And I'm not trying to tell people what spirituality they're supposed to have or whatever. But spirituality is like, you know, a, a deep and meaningful existence with a metaphysical relationship, um, you know, you're connected to something that you, that's unseen, uh, a certain feeling of something, uh, a deeper relationship within yourself with maybe a god or whatever it is that you know you find fitting to fill in that blank. Um, but that that's it, guys. I just uh, had had to make those remarks about you know, putting tension in the bar and negative feelings. Yeah. If you have negative feelings, one of the best ways to get rid of them is through like exercise. Definitely. But, um, if it becomes like a spiritual thing, like I have negative energy and, uh, I want to have the spiritual existence. How does that work? I mean, you want to bring, obviously you're going to have negative energy and positive energy. They're both involved. It's yin yang, but you want to like, have positive stuff going on with your spirituality too and sometimes you just want to sit in peace with your spirituality and not have to twist the bar until it bends in half i don't know my that's my thoughts that's my two sets again i could be completely talking out of my ass right now uh feel free to comment below and tell me what you think all right thanks for listening see you at the next one